Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today we're joined by Ray Delano from PD Labs. He's also a nutritionist. Thank you for joining us today, Ray. Well, thanks for having me today. So could you tell us a bit of background about yourself? Well, again, thanks for having us today because we're really dedicated into getting out the word on personalized medications available that how it really changes people's lives. We have a specialty pharmacy located in Cedar Park, Texas. <clears throat> That's north of Austin, Texas. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we focus on being able to help people people with mold and Lyme conditions and also autism uh, the community and be able to get this special medications in the right dose for them. We have uh, a full-size uh, clinic, the Lifestyle Medicine Clinic as well, to really be able to help people learn their nutrition balance as well. And we're located in uh, licensed in 48 states and soon to be able to in a brand new facility here in Cedar Park, about a 7,500 square foot building that will be able to grow with the community to be able to service them because personalized medicine is going to be here to stay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So what got you into pharmacy? I've been, uh, fortunately, I've been involved in pharmacy since the early 70s to be able to really be able to take uh, medicine to a different level. I have a background in nuclear pharmacy, uh, very advanced technology at the, at the time, and, and found my way back into compounding pharmacy uh, over about 25 years ago and realized that uh, traditional medications are just not going to be able to serve people the way they're supposed to. They have to be personalized, different forms, different dosage forms, uh, different routes of administration. You used to do a lot of sterile compounding at one time. It's so important for people to get better as opposed to just take 15 or 16 different medications a day. Can you believe that? Some people still do mm-hmm. that many medications. It's just so, this is the reason why we started uh, uh, to being able to do this. We've recently expanded. We used to, we've uh, merged with Hopkinton Drug, who's really been one of the leaders in uh, low-dose naltrexone for for years. And we merged our companies together and being able to give first-class service and and quality to all the patients nationwide. Mm Mm-hmm. And you you were saying about um, people taking 16 drugs. I've known many people who start off with, you know, two or three, and then they would take the fourth one. And, of course, every drug carries, if you look inside, a list of potential side effects. Now, you probably never get any, or you might get one or two of these side effects. But when you start putting a cocktail of medication together the chances of getting a side effect become higher. So I know many people who have, say, taken four or five, and then they have to take 
another medication to combat the side effects the of side the effects of the other one yeah That's and right. then as the it grows and then they're taking like seven or eight they might have to take another medication because they've got more side effects and it's really not helpful for the patient to continue down this route and not only that they still don't get the wellness they that they're looking for, are they? And, and actually, they get worse. Uh, unfortunately, their their core metabolism is just becomes nutrient deficient. Uh, their core levels of uh, metabolic rate decreases. They gain a number of uh, weight that's just, and their self image goes down. And they're also they you'll find out that their ability and energy level decreases. So unfortunately, we have a, a shell of a person usually. And unfortunately, but you know, the worst part about it is, there's no end in sight. And so this is why many times we get to the root cause of the problem. And this is many times uh, what we're finding in especially low dose naltrexone is a good starting point because then you, they can start to corral some of the, the problems and get people off of some of these medications, especially where, you know, what this has done for the pain community and the, uh, the, the chronic uh, alcohol uh, community. It's just, uh, just amazing when we start to unravel all of these chronic conditions of how we start with this, uh, this therapy and we're able to really ha change people's lives. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And to help people wean off of the opioids is a really big thing. Um, what doses do you go down to? Well, we go down to as low as we've, we've done one microgram uh, uh, dosage where we we used to be a sterile pharmacy. So we're used to be able to do micro dosing. We do a lot of uh, vasoactive intestinal peptide. Uh, as well. So we're used in micrograms, oxytocins uh, as well. So aliquots, low doses are something we're familiar with. But one of the things that we have done that's kind of unique is being able to take these uh, doses and be able to make this special tablet. And, it, and it's, it, the pharmaceutical industry uses these ingredients, these they call the cyclodextrans to be able to enhance absorptions through the cell walls of these, uh, for these pharmaceuticals, take these large molecules and be able to give them a little bit of a, uh, an accelerator to, for the body to absorb them. And so we use these beta cyclodextrans and we make them into special tablets uh, so that patients could uh, be able to change the dosage for themselves, being able to get to the the drug, we get the right amount of drug and have the least amount of side effects. You know, many times when people do low-dose naltrexone, they start in one dosage form in a capsule form, usually sometimes uh, 0.25 milligrams or a 0.1 milligram, and then they have to meter their way up, to tighter their way up, and then they have to get another prescription, and then they have to get a different strength. So this is a way that people can take a half of a tablet and get started and then be able to use the full dose three, four weeks from now. So it ends up being less expensive for the patient 
It's a special technology. Tablet making tablets is is a specialty in itself, and we feel that for doing it for the last ten years, we were able to really make a difference in getting the best therapy tablet for patients. Mm -hmm. Do you do a sublingual LDN? We can do sublingual drops. We've been doing that for for, for patients, especially the children. Uh, that like to be able and some of our seniors uh, being able able to master all these dosage forms uh, for for patients is is something that specialty pharmacies are able to offer for for patients but uh, sublingual tablets some legal drops are something that are is very important for many people mm, exactly i mean um dr jill smith i'm trying to think of the year i can't remember but um, she found with her Crohn's patient, um, by taking sublingual, which was absorbed, bypassing the stomach, um, was more effective for those patients. But as you say, there are other patients now that are choosing sublingual. Um, we find that sublingual is more expensive here in the UK. I don't know whether different dosage forms uh, at your pharmacy are more expensive than others. We are a specialist in these uh, sublingual tablets. We've been doing oxytocin sublingual for many years, and being able to use these tablet forms and to, you know, be able to change up the the bases that are absorbed, special ones, sublingually is very easy to do. And it should not. It's not really more expensive at all. Uh, not that I have seen. So it's just really, what you know giving the practitioner what they're looking for for the patients. You know, we look at that triangle, that partnership that occurs. So being able to make uh, sublingual tablets, we think sublingual routes and nasal sprays are just a great way to bypass the stomach because many of these patients are having very difficult time absorbing. That's why we use these special tablets. They get absorbed sometimes much better than capsules. Mm -hmm. And do you find na uh, the nasal spray helps with dry eye? Uh, you know, that's an, we haven't seen very much of that, but we definitely think that nasal sprayers have, you know, since many times they either pass the blood-brain barrier with special additives, they get absorbed so much faster. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't seen a huge increase of that here in the, in the U.S. yet, but I think sometimes we're just playing catch-up to everyone else. <laughs> well, that's something that we, we're going to be promoting um, because there are so many patients who would like the um, LDN eye drops, but because they have to be made in a sterile facility, they have to be made per patient. There's not really a shelf life on them. Uh, probably it, expensive it, too. It makes, yes, the unit price exorbitantly expensive. So... I have been told, I, I've yet to find out myself, and I've not ever tried any LDN nasal spray, and I suffer with dry eye, that the nasal spray possibly for dry eye could work as well as the eye drops because it goes up the canal. I don't know. Well, we've made low-dose naltrexone nasal spray in combination with uh Ginsinicide R3 is a special neuroregenerative compound to stop 
the combination of the two for brain inflammation. We've done a combination of those and, and, and actually launched that about two years ago. And so we have the experience to be able to do uh, LDN nasal sprays. It's a very stable compound. It's very easy to work with. It has uh, good dating for patients. So it's something that they can be able to put in the refrigerator and be able to hold on to it for many months. So it makes it economical as well. That's important. Wow. Sometimes these these uh, medications can get quite expensive. Yes. So what would the shelf life be on nasal spray if you kept it in the refrigerator? Well, it, many of the regulatory requires uh, studies to be able to give these dating, but we have found at least 30 days is a minimum. We're looking at uh, expanding that to 90 days stability. Uh, it's something that we were looking forward to. You know, one of the things I didn't mention is the topical form of low-dose naltrexone for many different dermatological uh, conditions uh, for eczema and psoriasis is, is a perfect additive of oral and topical as well. So, it, it, again, it's very stable. It uh, ends up the special basis is really important to get to the right, with the right pharmacy that understands the correct technology of being able to get penetration through that dermis skin layer. Uh, that's something we've really worked on extensively and looking, had tremendous results. Mm -hmm. I have spoken to dermatologists and pharmacists to um, compound um, LDN in topicals, as well as the capsules or tablets and some doctors use both in conjunction with each other and some conditions they prefer that people just take oral um the doctors that you deal with what would you say is the most common for dermatological well you know we have a special relationship with our practitioners it's a collaborative practice you know we have we look at the patient what's best for them we look on a case-by-case -case basis and and they ask our opinion what's 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 the best choice for for patients many times by the time they come to us these people are severely conditions that have been ignored by so many years. So we'd like to be able to be aggressive at first. So we recommend a combination therapy initially because the, it seems that they can turn it around much quicker as well. Mm -hmm. I found um, speaking to patients who take it for, let's say, psoriasis, uh, alopecia, uh, Brechet syndrome, Haley Haley's disease, to name a few, <laughs> mm -hmm. that the dermatological conditions take longer to respond than autoimmune conditions, as in Crohn's disease or MS, chronic fatigue. It, it seems as though it needs to get into the system for quite a few months. It can take sometimes six months, I've found. People have told me before they have reverse of symptoms have you found well yeah there's it's really important to be able to have the technology to get past the dermis layers uh, pd labs has really started its patented process for the use of transdermal verapamil for peronis and planters fibromatosis and dupuytren's contracture all the same fibrotic tissue disorders 
and we've really been able to perfect the absorption across many types of many different layers of subcutaneous tissue to be able to get localized absorption at the source and so we've been able to take LDN and and put it with transdermal verapamil for duperatrins we find it to be it's almost it's almost incredibly how fast it works so it's important to get the right condition to have the right special base that gets absorbed and penetrates, uh, and there's a number of different products out there that are that have special qualities that can get very quick absorption. So it's really important. So you don't want people to suffer. Uh, you want them to be able to get quick absorption. Unfortunately, many of these special bases can be a little bit pricey because they're very proprietary and they're they're very unique, but. You know, you're pushing the limits of transdermal absorption that is almost rivals the, uh, the in many cases, uh, the fast blood levels like an injection. But uh, to be able to get people turned around quickly, uh, we find that these patients do so much better uh, with a being able to target that area very quickly because you don't want them to suffer for six months at a time. Mm-hmm. So if somebody had alopecia, would they have to rub the preparation on their scalp as well as taking oral? Or? That's what we rec- we recommend. We use a combination therapy because we're able to get blood levels quicker because all these can- topical conditions are usually linked to gut dysbiosis and many other conditions that ultimately uh, is able to express themselves at a skin condition. So any type of skin condition, we're looking to repairing gut uh, first. We have a number of different uh, different uh, uh, peptides that are used to be able to repair the gut as well. So once we are able to do that, the skin heals so much faster. And that's why it's so important to do both. Okay. I, I was just wondering, you know, if you rubbing something in your hair which makes it greasy that makes you want to wash your hair more no it doesn't you know? have to be greasy okay there's different there's must very cosmetic cosmetically appealing lotions that uh, you know we do a lot with uh patients with hair uh with many times for replacement of hair that have to be pleasant. They don't have to be oily. They have to be somewhat moisturizing to the skin, not drying the scalp, but you can be able to get at that absorption and have that smooth cosmetic feel because nobody's going to want to put on something that the hair looks like uh, a greasy. So it's just a non-starter, especially women. There's there's no way we're going to be able to tell them that your hair is going to look greasy. They just won't do it. <laughs> Well, that's what I was thinking because then you'd want to wash your hair, which would be pointless of putting it on that's if you're right. then going to wash it off. Now, we, 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 there's there's ways to do it, and you know it's really important to when you when you partner with a pharmacy, they have a can-do attitude and be able to be able to have a big tool chest. And that's what we look at is, is, you know, what is it? What is the tools that we have available? And we feel we got a pretty big tool chest because we've been, we've been doing this for quite a long period of time. We've got a number of consultants that work for us. And, you know, we've got a number of patented uh, medications under our under our corporate umbrella. And so we're very fortunate that we keep on digging until we can find a solution.
So being a nutritionist, do PD labs make their own supplements? Due to regulatory compliance, we don't really make them ourselves. We design them and have mm -hmm. a special we have a, a special dietary supplement manufacturer, strategic partner that will fulfill and make those to our custom specifications. Uh, many times we're able legally to put a prescription drug with some of these nutritional so they can combine them together. That's many times what we, we do is take nutritionals and combine them with uh, specialty FDA approved drugs to be able to get, to uh, solve many of these conditions. And many times we find things like traumatic brain injuries and stroke and many of these patients that we're able to target medications uh, using this type of therapy. So it's, it's really important to look at the whole body and look at the whole patient because they didn't get sick overnight and and they didn't get it's going to take some time to get them well but we put a little sprinkle a little fertilizer at the same time so when you make your tablets or cap do you do capsules as well we do capsules yeah. we do lots of capsules so and do we are you whatever able, they're looking for are you able to put um nutritional supplements in those to the if the patient wants ginger, for example, which I know some people have, um, or magnesium or whatever, are you able to do that for them or advise them which you think is the best? We, we do. We've got a lot of requests for items that uh, people feel that they are having a reaction to the fillers. And many times what we find is that the body is having this overexpression of histamine, okay? And many times this overexpression of histamine is due to an, a, a metabolic imbalance that is occurring because this, the body's, uh, this mesenchymal immune system is just offline. So if, if we can turn those systems back on, then their histamine levels or responses are normalized. It's sometimes not, not the small little uh, uh, filler that's in the capsules. It's the whole body's over amount of histamine. So we're just sometimes really careful, you know, because the absorption of ginger, let's say we put ginger in with LDN, do we know how much LDN is getting absorbed? Or maybe that the problem is, and, and I've learned from your lectures, that if the dose is too high, then they're going to get some of those same side effects. And, and maybe the dose needs to be decreased uh, so that we can really modulate those side effects. And I, we find many people uh, sometimes feel uh, it's almost a, a sign of defeat that they have to go backward in the dosing. But I find, you know, after listening to many of your lectures, it's usually the dose is too high. Well, that's the thing. As you said at the beginning, personalized medicine, it's what dose suits that person. You know, some people have it in their mind, 4.5, I've got to get to 4.5. Right. And they will say, oh, I did so well on two and a half, and then I went to three and didn't feel quite so good, and now I feel terrible. I think I'm going to have to stop taking it because it doesn't work for me. That's right. You know, so if two and a half you felt wonderful, that was probably the right dose for you. You know, go back and see how you feel on 2.5. It's not that you're giving in. It's not a, a case that you failed to reach the 4.5. 4 
you celebrate the fact that you found the dose that worked for you. That's exactly right. And and we found that many times people are taking capsules and when they switch over to tablet, they say, oh, I, I felt so much better on uh, on on the uh, the tablets or sometimes they say I feel worse with the uh, the tablets from the capsules I said well what we have found we found many people get much more positive effects at one and a half milligrams and two milligrams as opposed to 4.5 milligrams so I think sometimes there's kind of a bell curve that sometimes the 4.5 milligram is something that is not really the standard uh, it should be maybe one and a half milligram. Uh, it should be maybe a more of a standard because we don't, we want the body to have just as much drug as it needs. Low dose sometimes is better than higher dose. That's what we found. Mm -hmm. So we've come to the end. <laughs> it was really interesting talking to you. So can you tell people how can they get in touch with you? It's very easy. We've got a very robust website. Uh, PD Labs, that's Paul David Ives, pdlabsrx.com, and you'll find a huge amount of information on LDN and all the other specialty pharmaceuticals that we do, and we've got a podcast and also our TV spots. We make it very easy for pe people. Our phone number is 888-909-0110. That's 888 888- 9090110 and we're in the continental US right now we're looking to see how we can do this uh, internationally but as you well know it's, it's there's a number of customs uh hoops we have to go through but guess what we're not giving up on it right well thank you very much for being our guest today any questions or comments you may have please email me linda l-i-n-d-a at ldnrt.org I look forward to hearing from you thank you for joining us today we really appreciated your company until next time stay safe and keep well <laughs>